The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. This was a conversation that started with Gareth on Tuesday when Mary was telling him about Ellie May's hurley. Ellie May plays camogie and she carries her hurley everywhere. And she's used to taking it over and back to her cousins in England so they can see her play. And it, they, they stick it into a buggy and they put the buggy through with that little hurley inside in the buggy and everything is generally okay until it wasn't uh, at Manchester Airport and uh, Mary was on telling Gareth about it and they wanted money, they wanted stupid money they wanted more than the hurley was worth quite frankly and probably more than the buggy was worth into the bargain got sorted eventually anyway, Mary was on with me yesterday and it was brought back into Cork Airport and everything was fine but the stuff that gets stopped at airports, and Manchester comes up rather a lot here. Tracy says, Manchester Airport insist on taking hair straighteners out of my carry-on bag, but they've never been asked, I've never been asked to remove it from my bag at any other airport. That's from from Tracy. Is that a carry-on bag that you're taking as your luggage, or have you got another one put into the belly of the plane? But anyway, I know. Hair straighteners... I don't know why you put them in the hand luggage, but if it is your carry-on bag that's um, carrying all your luggage, it could be problematic, all right. We went to Portugal. This is from Amanda from yesterday. We went to Portugal in June. We only had hand luggage. We used my daughter's bag. We got to Portugal, and I was taking everything out of the bag, and out pops a big scissors. I was shocked because I didn't even know it was there. My daughter had left it there by mistake. She was at a hairdressing event a few weeks before we left. I don't know how we got it through security. But we left it there. Uh, we left it in Portugal. Wasn't going to take that chance coming home, uh, says Amanda. Yeah, scissors could be problematic, uh, to be fair now, if if it turned up. I told you about me. My mother-in-law, years ago, uh, there was a scissors showing up on the screen and there was no sign of anything in the bag. Uh, they let her through eventually, but they found the scissors in the lining of the bag. Rebecca, now hold on a second. A, a foam toy sword got stopped. Morning. Morning. Um, yeah, it's it was a, it was one of those things. I <laughs> never forget it. It was our son's fourth birthday, right. and we were travelling through Dublin Airport. We were actually on our way to Disneyland Paris. Yeah. Um, he was dressed as Peter Pan, and as part of the costume for Peter Pan, there was a little sword. It wasn't even twenty centimeters long. Yeah. Um, but it was actually it was like it was stuck to like the, like there was a little holster thing, so it was actually kind of tucked into the the costume, like stuck to the front of it. Yeah. In the little holster, but it was like it was completely flat. Yeah. And it was like made of foam, like. Yeah. Um, and we were going through security. I'm sure I didn't take it out of the little hole like it was half stuck to it like it was held in with a little stitch and um so I, I i didn't even it didn't even occur to me like that i'd have to take it off and scan it so we were coming through anyway there was no problem next thing a security man comes over and he had a little happy birthday badge on as well um so the security guy comes over and he goes i'm sorry um but i'm gonna have to confiscate that you know uh, it looks like it, it looks could be construed as a dangerous weapon you're not allowed to bring any replica weapons through security and I burst out laughing because I just presumed that he'd seen the birthday badge and he was, Winding you know, he was going, <laughs> yeah, I thought, oh, sure, look, he saw the birthday badge. He's like, oh, Peter Pan's so dangerous, you know, because this was clearly a four-year-old in a Peter Pan costume, like. Um, <laughs> Sorry for laughing, just, but it be a whole concept no, I was hilarious, just, but go on anyway. It was, it was so funny and 
because it was so far, like the the con- the idea that he could actually be serious was so far removed from my mind yeah. that I really thought that he was winding us up. Mm. And so then he started, it was only when he called over backup and he started getting really like aggressive towards me that I realized that he wasn't joking. And I said, oh, I'm so sorry. I actually genuinely thought that you were winding us up because it's... it's it's a toy. It's a foam toy. It bends like. <laughs> yeah, he said. Oh, but sure, that wouldn't matter. You know, if a person, all that matters, like that's like saying that. Oh, you could you could bring a toy gun, and I was like, yeah. I mean, I'd understand if it looked anything like a real sword, but it's very clearly foam. <laughs> but um, they even were, if you even if you tried, you couldn't stick it into a pound of butter. Exactly. And I said to him, I was like, look, if anyone if anyone gets frightened or thinks that that's a real weapon, well, I don't know if they should be operating a plane, really. Or allowed to travel on their own, to be fair. Yeah, exactly. Like, but it didn't it didn't go very well. And my husband actually ended up coming over because I I genuinely I think they thought that I was trying to be funny, but I actually genuinely thought it was a joke for ages. And it was only when they started getting very angry that we realized that they were being serious and we Mm. had to hand it over. That's amazing. Um, That's amazing. It was it was absolutely comical and we were actually telling, because in fairness, we we were flying Aer Lingus and I remember we were telling them on the way back and they were like, yeah, you know, people get the most random things confiscated. But when they found out that it had actually been his birthday <laughs> and that it was part of his costume, they actually brought him into the cockpit to meet the pilot and everything. So that, that, nice. that made up for it. But was nice. it was really nice, but it was absolutely comical. I'll never forget it. Because I remember I texted my sister um when we got off the plane and explained to her what was after happening and they were like, you're joking. There's no way. And I was like, I, I thought the same, but they were, and they were so angry about it. Like, but I didn't, I didn't mean to be rude to them or anything. I just genuinely had no idea. To be fair now, Rebecca, I, 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 I'm not a frequent traveler. I travel once, maybe twice a year. And I'm always very careful about what I do and don't put in my hand luggage. But, but I had one episode about 30 years ago. I'll tell you in a minute, but, like a foam, a piece of foam. A piece. Like it was. It, it was. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Comical like. Football and rugby supporters going through airport with, you know, these foamy fingers that they wave at matches or, or they use it at concerts. Like... Do they stop them? So, do they? Well, this is it. He said it was just because it was in the shape of a of a dangerous weapon. Okay. But like it was complete, like it was completely flat, like like a piece of paper, and <laughs> and, like and it was stuck. It was stuck in a little in a little holster on the front of a Peter Pan costume. Oh, I had God. to unpick a stitch to get it off. Like, <laughs> how, how did your four year old take the whole experience? Pardon? How did your four-year-old take the whole experience? Not well, not well. We had to uh, we had to make a series of promises, um, 
And, you know, we had to make a series of promises of what we were going to buy when we got to uh, Disneyland. Mm. <laughs> how did Disneyland like, oh, yeah, but yeah, how did even Disneyland bigger ones. Go? Oh, sure, it was amazing. Like, that was that was six years ago now, and it was, it was amazing. Like, it was the best birthday ever, he said. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was only ever there once. We were there, brought over. Remember when it opened first, we got brought over on a, on a, on a press trip um, to, to see it, you know. And it's Small World still open. It is. They actually just refurbished it. It would actually only just reopen there recently. Um, I think that they they occasionally go back and and make it like kind of re review it in the through the lens of the of the times. If you get me, yeah, it's my, it's, of all the Disneyland stuff, it's my. I think it's my my, my wife's favorite. She has this thing about it's a small world after. <laughs> it's a bit terrifying, but it's tell me the truth. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it's. Thank you, Rebecca. There's something a little bit scary about it's a small world. Oh, it's it's super scary, and I always find as well because I remember when we when we brought him on it, he was only because he was only so small at the time, and I thought, oh, we're in big trouble now because if he decides he doesn't want to be here anymore, we're in a boat, you know. <laughs> so if you're on you're on a little boat with a small child, and there's all these terrifying robots singing the same song over and over and over again. If they, if they get a little freaked out, you're like, you're stuck there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Like, we, we, we say it's for the children, don't we, Rebecca? Oh, it's 100% for me. 100% for me. I know, yeah. yeah. The, the four-year-old is Oh, 100%, like, yeah. I mean, I, I even dragged, I even dragged my husband to the, when we went on our honeymoon, uh, we actually, we left our six-year-old at home and we went to Disney World in Florida for our honeymoon. For your honeymoon. I'm terrible. Yeah. yeah, I'm terrible. I was like, I was like, why don't we go somewhere we haven't been? How about Florida? And he was like, oh yeah, that sounds good. And then he was like, wait a minute, this is the trick. You just want to go to Disney. And I was like, you caught me. It's true. Yeah, yeah. He didn't get his own way by bringing it to Universal Studios, did he? And no, we we did we did swing by New York, all right though, because um, yeah. it was because it was the honeymoon. We got to we we did have a little. And we said we'd do something that he wanted, something that I wanted. Yeah. You know, set ourselves up for a lifetime of compromise. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca, great. Thanks very much. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. A foam sword taken from a four year old child. Uh, Disney. Eh? It's mad world after all. Friend of mine has a as a boyfriend who's only about five foot two, and um, I, I set this up as her uh, ringtone for him on on. On her phone. I'm very bold like that. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. Um yeah, on the Tracy and the hair straightener, PJ, almost every woman in the country has a hair straightener. Your texter is saying that when she doesn't have check in bags and puts her straighteners in her hand luggage, one particular airport seems to have an issue with it. They and they seem to be the only airport that has an issue with it. This is Manchester Airport. Most women bring their straighteners for weekends away. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. That I know. <laughs> oh, 818-96-96-96. What happened to me, and this is a long, long time ago, so long time ago, it was a school trip. And we went to Rome with the school. 
that's the second time this week I've mentioned Rome. I'll nearly be on TikTok talking about Rome soon. Anyway, um, we went to Rome and we went to the Trevi Fountain. And if you've ever been, you'll know that there's a market down there uh, one or two nights a week and you can buy all sorts of souvenirs and trinkets and, and all this kind of stuff. And of course, me, being me, fancied these lovely, they were just ornamental daggers. Like they were as blunt now as your fist but they were gorgeous, and, and there were two of them together on a hook, and you went put them over the fireplace. My mother would rather put them anywhere than in the house, but I brought them home from my mammy thinking, there's a lovely present now for me, mother. They never saw the wall, because they never left the airport. I had them in my bag, and the bag went through, and I grabbed my bag and went off up into the... whatever. And this is the days now before scanners and before lot fellas standing around you. Next thing I know, I went to the toilet and came out of the toilet and there's a very large man standing. I was about, what, what, maybe 16. A very large man standing in front of me, armed to the teeth. He goes, bag, open bag. So I open my little bag and there's my two little daggers inside it. Weapons. And I said, ornaments, weapons. Took them and dumped them on me. That kind of teaches you to be careful for the rest of your life. Quartz 96 FM.